Obviously, it wasn't a part of the topics I thought we were going to discuss, but it became a drama earlier this night when the NFL announced that if they can't reschedule your teams this season, this upcoming season, due to COVID outbreak on unvaccinated players, is every possibility that that game will be forfeited and you guys will be given a loss. So some players have come out and they are like, "Oh, it doesn't really make sense. Is the NFL trying to force them to get vaccinated by all means?" Some players are like freedom. Some players are like, oh, okay, I'll get vaccinated so I don't be the reason my team loses. Where do you stand regarding this whole idea of athletes getting vaccinated? So, as much as I, I feel people should get vaccinated, because the, the arguments against vaccination are just funny. Most people have, they have they've collected polio vaccination, HPV vaccination, measles uh, vaccination. As they, we've collected so many up and that's I thought when we eventually have some of the disease we don't we don't uh what the word we don't feel it as much but the unique case of this COVID is that we've seen cases where people who were vaccinated who had collected their complete doses had COVID and had to you know maintain the 10 days protocol for example Chris Paul had COVID even though he was vaccinated he still had to stay with almost 10 days. So, I don't know if the, the rule is actually the... If, if the rule looks like it is um rushed, I think they, they still need for understanding because there are discussions that the new Delta, the new uh, variant of Delta the virus, variants, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that they might be need to maybe introduce a third shot or something like that. So, there are different discussions around COVID for you to have like a like um, an, a rule. So that that's what okay. me I just that's what me I just I, today. Because vaccination does not stop you from vaccination does not stop you from having the virus. Virus, so yeah. I don't, I don't know. I think I think what the vaccination does is like it treats the virus as if me and you have cold, like we have catalog. Exactly. Like, yeah, you can fight it's not going it to kill you anything. Yeah, you can exactly. fight exactly. it. Exactly. Even the new Delta variant has not been tested or found to have killed or relapsed or suddenly hamper people that have been vaccinated people that have been vaccinated are actually there's no no so far they, i don't think they've had any case of all oh, this person has been vaccinated but was killed or is down due to the new delta variants it's more about those people that have not been vaccinated that the new delta variants keep happening um so the whole idea of getting vaccinated and or not getting vaccinated is always going to be a drama but I can what amazes me the most is that all these conspiracy theories. So people will be like, oh, if you get vaccinated and you put a spoon on that shoulder, the spoon will get magnetic. That they can start tracking you. Focus stick, use a smartphone. And you are scared that they can track you with injection. Like you use a smartphone for God's sake. They can track you anyway with that same smartphone that you use. Or do you think so? Why would you suddenly think it's when they want to inject you that they'll be tracing you up and down? I don't get like the whole conspiracy theory regarding all this. No, it's not even it's, it, it's uh, I think it's we shouldn't call it conspiracy theories at all, it's just stupidity because there are some conspiracy theories that are actually very uh, intelligent, like 
when people present them, you see some okay, some fact that may be true or not. You get, but when someone say it stops like oh, uh, when you put Bob to where uh, the vas you were vaccinated, it lights it lights up the Bob. When you pull the spoon or any metal object, it becomes magnetic and stuff like that. Those are just plans to be it like there's no other thing to call See, it. I'm, I'm talking about educated people though. You know, yeah. people that people that went to school have of course, degrees. Of course we have we have, we have many of them now. We have the even the pastors, the pastors that claim to be really educated that preaches ah. to their congregation. They say I won't mention them but then it's quite funny that people like that are they still exist and Imagine you going to such a church and you why would you go to Yakilume? You know, being the first time, you know, we don't know the conspiracy theories to enjoy. I mean, for for some of your key or your blackboard at the Makati, like calculation, I'm like, what is happening? As the you know, no, Kuti, the other trees. Not... I, have, I have friends who are programmers, who are software engineers, who believe that guy. Like, are you that serious? Time, that, <laughs> that, they were having arguments that time that they were trying to verify to me that uh, what their pastor said was how some of them know they follow me talk because I tell them, see, I, I, the way I tell, addressed it, I did not address it mildly at all. I tell them, it's not, <laughs> that they can, they can only be speaking, that will make them tell you what they are telling me. Some of them oh, to okay. talk again. Oh, uh, a case of you know people people just people take so the thing is when it's any time it gets to that religious aspect anything mm. people spiritual leaders say mm. no matter what it what it is no matter how ridiculous no matter how, how crazy it sounds don't worry people will take it will consume it to clean and sinker. so that yeah, one is only before we even proceed, Seb, like before we proceed, obviously to our listeners out there, it's still the one about nothing podcast. Like we said, it's the one about nothing, so we are allowed to discuss everything, including nothing. Um, Kone is really absent due to all for same circumstances. Um, Bright, for someone who has left the shores of Nigeria, I, hey, I hey, hey, mama, so, mama, so lying, eh? I think to make you buy. <laughs> so, mama, lose, mama, lose, lying, eh? What's the, the deal, buy? <laughs> so, continue. <laughs> right, for, so, for someone who has left the shores of Nigeria, I know that religion is the opium of the people, especially in this part of the world, like whereby, because my, my mindset when it comes to religion and all this following religious leaders is because of the way the country Nigeria is built. Religion has been weaponized already to satisfy some people. Because it's only in Nigeria you would see, like my friend would tell you, he has he moved to the US after some years, will tell you there's no billboard in Los Angeles that is saying three days night fasting, prayer, uh, night vigil, three days night vigil, my enemy must die by fire. You can't find billboards like that in LA. They don't show Belefu. Now, when you never show Belefu, you go, go do three days night, uh, night, uh, night vigil, say your enemy must die by fire. So I don't know if like the whole religion craze or that madness extends beyond Nigeria over there. The the, the, the fact the fact remains that I will try to be very diplomatic about this whole issue. The fact remains that um it is no longer a conversation about the fact that um, to a reasonable extent religion is one of the setbacks of developing countries. Because in, in real sense, 
I'll just <laughs> I'll just take the communist uh, angle of it. You would see a normal Slavic man in front of a church with his booze, with a cigarette, and when he get, gets to the church, he wouldn't step into the church. All he's going to do, do is just he'll just make the sign of the cross and it's done. That is like that is his sermon or his service for the day. Here you get because their own problem is different from our own problem. Their own problem, not the job. Our own problem now, job. But now, um, just going back to the old um, vaccine of it, I just want us to know that in different parts of the world, there are different factions, though held and mitigated by different reasons. Here you get. Now, in the US, they will tell you narratives like um, even health workers are not taking the vaccine which is a logical point of view. Even politicians are refusing to take the vaccine. So for a vaccine that is unproven, for a vaccine that was not well tested, for a vaccine that didn't go to clinical trial, it holds more of a risk than the virus itself. And I, I quite understand um, the bias of people that are not taking it. But my own is, when you're, if you don't want to take a vaccine, just say you don't want to take it. You say you get, and let us fight for your free will, your freedom of choice. You get. But don't come and give us stupid reasons like writing a formula or something, something, something. So, <laughs> so for me, I'm not taking the vaccine. I don't want it. I don't want a vaccine that, that would not save me from the virus. I don't want a vaccine that would not cure me from the virus. I don't want a vaccine that is not tested. I would not take it. But at the same time, I would not come up with excuses that shit you get. So one, one way or the other regarding the old vaccine issue. Bryce said, like uh, you have a country, you have countries uh, I'm not talking about Nigeria now, countries whereby ninety percent of their problem is solved already. They have good roads, they have water, uh, their unemployment rate is not as high as um, developing countries and all that. So what do they need in their mind they'd be like, What do I need to pray for? See, one of the things that we Nigerians, like growing up in Nigeria, we have all the problems that we have that we basically have to pray for what the government ought to provide. Did you get that's how that's why that's why the problem seems like oh I'm not sure you're you know, I get what you're saying, but 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 you know that okay. So my, my pushback is that in as much as in Nigeria Religion is has been weaponized to the extent that okay, hmm. if you want to have money to eat, come to church and pray for three exactly. days fasting. Exactly. They still weaponize religion over there. It's just that the, the things they are using to weaponize, they are not the same things. Let me give you an example. There's one popular pastor that I saw a, a, a video interview from him. Kenneth Copeland. I'm sure almost everybody here knows Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> so he has, you know, he's a very popular guy. And I saw a particular yeah, I was saying that the private jet. And they asked him that why does he need the private jet? Because he was asking for his um, his congregation. He had a TV program. He was asking his congregation to donate. He said, why does he need a private jet? He said, he wants to be in the sky. Communicating with Sky Daddy. And want to do the he wants to do such a way that he doesn't want to be meeting with agents. He wants to be, he wants to separate himself from demons. The people are like, I'm saying, in commercial plays are demons. They know. 
that's not what he means, but he wants direct that when he's high up in the sky, he can communicate directly with what is the sky or what. But the truth is, this same Kenneth Topan was one of the group of evangelical leaders that, that made the evangelical Christians in the US think that Donald Trump was the David of their time. And all of them said, so there's that um there's that obviously for weapon joke has been done from the beginning of time to the to continue like that. But I'm not saying that go back, go back. except you can you can say for example now I saw one video the guy the guy had who had COVID and they asked him this this we have suffered now. If you are taking COVID and they told you that okay, you do not have got to this point of pneumonia, would you have still taken the vaccine? They said no, that the government will shove it down, down your throat. Me, I'm not wondering, the interviewer did not ask him the question that okay, as you were lying down in this hospital and they were treating you, the things that they injected you or treated you with all the injection, different formulas that they tried to use to restore you back and for the pneumonia, do you understand everything that is involved in that? those drugs or those uh, um, that you were given. So, yeah, it's tricky because, you know, it was rushed and there are so many discussions around the vaccine and whatnot. I mean, I just feel that the NFL did not force it. For now, there should still be understanding because there's still discussions around COVID and whatnot. But still, it should, it should be like a neutral discussion between the NFL and the teams. And, okay, this is what we are trying to avoid. We are trying to make sure that, okay, even if, if everyone on the team is vaccinated, even if we hear of a COVID outbreak, there won't be panic. Because yes. the panic will be that no one, because the problem is, if one person gets COVID and spreads it, what happens is that people that are not vaccinated are at risk of mild cold to extreme conditions like pneumonia, not being able to breathe, those side effects that come with COVID. So that is why they will shut down. They have to shut down, you know, postpone games and everything. But if it's a point where everybody that is coming in contact with everybody is vaccinated, it will have gotten to the point where even if there's a COVID outbreak, you won't need to panic. All you just need to do is test and confirm that, okay, people don't have it or people have it. But you know that the best, even if someone gets it because they don't have the vaccine, it will protect them at that first layer level. So that's, that's why there's that discussion of, we need everybody to be back. Oh, yeah, dear, dear. I'm sure the NFL was able to pull the season through last year. I'm sure they will find a way to pull it through this year. And as for Akin, um, he's in North Carolina. He'll probably become a Panthers fan very soon. I'm looking forward. I'm still, I'm still sighted. I'm still sighted. Once you become, once you please don't sight people. I just got to beg you. Elemaje, but you can, you can, you can, you can do the Caribbean babes. Yeah, yeah, you're beautiful. Caribbean sight everything. Better don't let Elemaje deceive you. He's in Russia permanently. Putting has given him citizenship. Better find one foreign babe there that you will marry. Collect paliaki. Timbari Elimburi Talama made a pot. That problem we have in Nigeria. What is Mali and get Bali? What is what? This what? This is this is uncalled for. I don't blame you. You already have Bali. That's why your match is. Okay, okay. You should know that his last night is supporting. So there's no hope for joy. 
after the Phoenix Suns eliminated the Lakers, Elevage was pretty sure that the Suns would win everything that is on earth. But one way or another, the Milwaukee Bucks have surprised him. I don't know if he's surprised or not, but Bright, the a, Suns a, man, a, man, a man can be wrong a few times. <laughs> you were the, the same person bragging last week about how you were yes. never wrong, but that's cool. Now you're telling me you want to match. I think you guys should pay me for my prediction. But it must be wrong. Imagine if I paid you. If imagine if I paid you to predict this one, I predicted now. Well, I would, I would want next bet make money if you don't do it. It was, it, it, it was, it was, it was quite a disappointing um, finals because at least I was expecting the Suns to take us to Game Seven, but it just turned out that failing to double up on. That this could be very cocky. So I I I just it's, it's quite painful that the Suns might never get to the finals again for the next decade. And uh, maybe it's time to dismantle and take CP3 to Lakers. And yeah, this is their first playoffs in ten years. Yes. Uh, so so the, see, you, you need to understand that the smart teams does not guarantee anything. Oh God! Oh God! It does, not, it does not guarantee anything, but at least it takes you closer. It gives you more. No, 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 no. It, does, it doesn't take you closer. Look at the look at the Timberwolves. They have been rebuilding for decades. Have been rebuilding. They will Even the Kings block. are better. They have brick. that's why he's saying that you have to make it's not, you see, that you what you have now eh, uh, with this team that they have now with Chris okay. Paul if Chris Paul does not leave they have a very oh. good chance of be, being top 5 again next season yeah, everything, everything, everything everything hinges on if no, 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 okay, okay. Let, let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Even if Chris Paul, even if Chris Paul leaves, okay. they have the space to bring in a point guard. If they get a proper point guard in, in the, they can get a meet. It doesn't even have to be like a superstar point guard. If they get a proper point guard to work with David Booker with the current squad they have, they have a chance to be in top five in in, in the West. See, I don't even think about the so, to be in top five. But, so, but, something. But, but, I, we are forgetting something. Uh, this guy is we are uh, Chris Paul is living, so who is that? He's living, so who is that? 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 Who is
they're not looking at it from a business perspective. They're not looking at it from a business perspective. perspective. This is the first time they are making playoffs in 10 years. Oh, they, they make it, yeah, man. They cannot make it. See, Bright. see, see. You know, only winners now. Now, we'll make the playoffs. Bright, listen. That's something Bright, you guys are not factoring into this. The thing you're making is that these same Phoenix Suns have been in mediocrity. Like, they've been in oblivion for a decade. At we agree. Point, even after signing, so we can we can applaud after, them. Even after signing, hold on. Now, even after signing, they've been booked to a max extension. There were still rumors that Booker was going to demand the trade at some point. Chris Paul came in and changed the entire like the way the, uh, the team looks, the entire outlook of the team. Chris Paul has made one thing clear, one thing clear only that he is going to opt out to sign a new contract that guarantees him at least hundred million for three years. It's not about location for Chris Paul. He has played in early. Has played in New Orleans. Has played. Chris Paul just wants to make sure that his financial future is guaranteed. His next contract, um, the current contract guarantees him forty-four million next year. But if he opts out this year, he gets to sign for a hundred or hundred and twenty. I know that okay, this is my last. This is my final payday in the NBA. If the Suns know that they are willing to compete, I know. I'm trying to remember the name of their owner now. I know their owner likes to cut corners. Tava. I know the arena. Yeah, God bless you, Robert Tava. Even when um, when we were trying to renovate the arena, you have to ask the fans to donate money, which was shambolic. If Robert Tava doesn't cut corners, you have to extend the Andre 18 and you have to keep Chris Paul. You, you have the core of Chris Paul, the Andre 18, Michael Bridges, who is still tired to a different contract, and you have them. The Suns will be a top five team. I agree with Polish about that. But the minute you let Chris Paul go, it's going to create a, a domino effect. Yes, the Andre 18 is going to sign the extension, his rookie extension. No one turns down that second contract. He's going to sign it. But there's every possibility that if the Suns don't make the playoff next year, the Booker is going to tell you, see, I'm I'm putting myself to be one of the best players, one of the best scorers in the NBA. I can't be here anymore. I'm so where I want to I want to bot in a little bit is that I don't believe that Chris Paul is the only point guard that can take them to becoming top five next season. What I mean by that is that. Uh, the 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 transformation. One thing people don't understand is that yes, they were they were in the dungeon for a long while, but before this season, last season, the Andretti had that suspension for like is it like twenty eight games yes, at the beginning yes, of the season for the performance that they said he used on something something something. Mm. So he had that suspension. Then they came back. You could see the changes coming into the season. Chris Paul, yes, he took OKC to the playoffs. And, you know, we know that because he's a point guard, he can control the pace of the game. He makes the team automatically better. But I don't think I don't think if they get another point guard, I think if they get another point guard, it doesn't have to be a superstar, but like a mid-level point guard. Let's say someone... Because someone people that, think Chris Paul is... People that are available as free agents. Demar DeRozan is not much. a point guard. They are not much exactly. You don't have a, a rich agent class that has point guard. Even if you want to go trade for a point guard, which point guard do you trade for? That okay, let's say Chris Paul is. How do you convince Lonzo? So the thing there is, if, if you have someone like Monty Williams, and you have their what's the name of this their GM that put that team together, um, you go, you can have some kind of fit that you'll be able to attract one or two more guys into the team that will make them better or that will make them good enough to even make the playoff. But the one I don't agree with is disbanding a team that has not made the playoffs for 10 years. They're not made the playoffs once. You're not saying because they didn't win. 
You know how to disband them. Just look at. Just we are not disbanding them because they didn't win. We are not. The Timbawusa, the Timbawusa, perennial bricklayers. They are always rebuilding. This is my and the only time they made the playoffs was when they brought you Jimmy Butler. Exactly. So, so he doesn't guarantee. Wait, wait, wait. Are you guys forgetting Dame's tweet? It's not actually, like actually, guys, guys. I think at this very stage now, I think uh, what what Timbaos are doing now is deliberate. Just so I can appear at the. To be honest, I don't think it's deliberate. They want to win. They are tired of picking but, one and two. Now, proposes. <laughs> so see, I can get now, my number one player. It doesn't matter. See now, and the Timberwolves know that there's no guarantee that picking top three every year is going to help you rebuild your team. Yes, it, it might have worked for the Sixers. Trust the process. But the Sixers were fortunate that Embiid fell to them because of injury. They had number one to pick Ben Simmons. Like, you're picking generational talents. You can't... The, the Wolves are picking number one. They'll pick this guy next year. Next, it's so bad that even this year that they were bad. It's so... Like, even this year that they were not good enough and they've got number seven pick at some point. Their, their draft pick is going to the Golden State Warriors. They can't draft in the lottery again. So at the end of the day, if you are the team, I was wondering what am I at some point Carlton Towns will ask himself that what am I even doing here? Every year, number one, number one, number one, nothing. So the like the whole um, you know, let's just repeat and start afresh. Sometimes as a San Antonio sports fan, I look at it that the sports are stuck in oblivion, like they're in the middle and it doesn't look like they're going anywhere. They don't have talent, but at the same time, they have good coaching and decent players, so they don't tank. They always find themselves in the playoff running, in the playing tournaments. They are in the middle, and they won't do enough to get that talent. And they won't. So for for years, you might be stuck there too. But the other way around is not the solution. Waiting to draft number one look, hoping that you pick players and you pick talents, mm. unless you draft Lamelo Bosha, because it, it probably changed the Hornets both on and off the court. That's how I see it. And on the issue of the finals for me, Akin, after the Suns went to nil up. In this series, that in the series, at the back of your mind, you are thinking, can the Suns lose the next four of the five of the next five games? But and eventually they lost the next four, like four straight after winning two. Is this an issue of the box winning it or the Suns losing it? Uh, I think it's, it's it's just the box winning it. Like um, they, they they showed up honestly, like they showed up at um two um new down and. They came back and I mean, look at where they are. Look how they actually took it. They improved on their defense. Their defense, uh, their offense was also tight. So, yes, they deserved it. Yeah, that's what I can say. They deserved it. Um, I'm bullish. I'm someone that believes that, like Messi would tell you, winning World Cup or Champions League sometimes there's always the element of luck. There, I for one do not believe that if the Brooklyn Nets were not injured, that the Bucks would have gotten past them. I know for, for what I've seen so far, the Nets would have gotten past the box if they didn't get injured. But one way or the other, you have to play what is in front of you and you have to take your chances. The Toronto Raptors are taking their chances, they've won the title. The box have done the same to take two chances, they've won the title. Looking at the way the box are constructed, do you expect them to defend this title next year or it's just a one-off? Uh, I think they will do well, but I don't think they can defend. I don't think they can defend. Because they, they had so many breaks this year. You know, people expected them. People, were, people didn't expect Atlanta in the conference finals. That's yeah. what. 
Thanks to this. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Atlanta. And even Atlanta, Trey Young got injured. You know, so that's that they cut breaks, which is normal in any championship run. Anyway, you always catch your breaks. You know, you mm-hmm. play who is in front of you, and then you you do your job. But the truth is, I think next season, the season is going to be normalized a little bit. That we're injured, are actually coming back. You know, you have a situation where a lot of guys that you know, were out for a long time have now recuperated. So I, I don't see, I don't see them. Anyway, um, right, it's Olympic season. Whether it gets cancelled or not, due to the increase in COVID, that remains to be seen. But the Olympics are here. They should have been here last year. Tokyo were ready since 2019. There about like they've been ready, like they were the most ready city we've had in a while. Now, but the Olympics are here, and hopefully, we hope that everything goes on smoothly and the games don't get cancelled this time around. But at the end of the day, for someone like me, growing up, there's always football in the Olympics. Like almost every sport you can think of is in the Olympics. But the highlight of Olympics for me was always like. 100 meters, 4 by 100, it's only when you see the big boys. Even before you say both came around, when you had like the Michael Johnsons of the world, the Maurice Greens, the Marion Joneses of the world at that point in time. Like, is there a particular sport for you, like in the Olympics, that does it for you? Hmm. Wow. I think I think for me, it was mostly the track and field event, but uh, I, most of the appeal was because of the crowd in the arena and I, I'm seriously not looking forward to it because I feel like it an is not. Stadium. Yeah, an empty stadium is not going to be as appealing as it used to be for me. For me, it was a track and field because even sports, even in sports where I knew only a few um, athletes, the triple jump, the long jump, the high jump, the javelin, the tracks, 100, 200 relay races. The record-breaking event, all of that, the crowds cheering people up, but it's it's not as it, it's not as appealing as it used to be. You know, if if you I was speaking I was speaking I was chatting with somebody and the person I was talking to the person that was watching um, the Saudi Arabia d'Ivoire game and the person was like which game be that and I was like ah, Olympics and the person was like they don't start Olympics so you get like <laughs> like like it it no longer has that appeal that it used to have before though that can be partly because the the Nigerian team didn't qualify for the football event. Yeah I I, thought, I, thought, I think it's about even COVID itself. Yeah because so it's why just do you, why do you market something that you're not sure if it's going to exactly be exactly it's just uh, I, I feel like a couple of months to the event Japan gave us hope, like, okay, that, you know, some of us were looking at the summer as the um, flipping point to the whole corona thing. They gave us the narrative that this virus does not like it, uh, blah, 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 blah. So some of us were looking at it like, okay, since the curve was going down, that during the summer, things were going to change. So Japan gave us hope that, okay, this event was going to signal the change of things. The Euros had some stadiums that were filled up, so... We just need a sense of hope, like that this madness is over, or this madness is going to be over very soon. And the Olympics didn't, didn't, or isn't going to give us that. So I still look forward to some of the events, but I'm not as so. I'm looking forward to the basketball event because of <laughs> because of the miracle that the Tigers were able to pull off. 
<laughs> okay, okay, the basketball event you expect US and court to do well. Um, Polly, speaking about US himself, like the women's team, like anybody that follows women's football will know that when it comes to the women's um, sports, like women's football itself, the United States are not to be messed with. 44 games on beating world champions, back to back world champions in 2015 and 2019. Only for them to get to this Olympics and Sweden, like, hey, 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 calm down. Do you understand? We're here to. And they opened their group with a 3 nil trashing of the United States, which was a shock to the entire world. And it begs the question of, okay, are other countries gradually catching up? Uh, I think it's just a case of maybe a case of um, lapse in concentration. I don't think it's that serious. I think it's so, you know, that there's a case of, sometimes there's a case of you are, you are at the top of the game, you don't prepare as, you know, as hard as you used to prepare, you don't pay attention as you used to pay attention. And Sweden, uh, Sweden, Swedish yeah, no team, they are no scrubs. They've always had yeah, the center no scrubs, yeah. funny outings. So it can be just a, I didn't see the game, so I, I, I really don't have like a perspective directly on what happened. But it's, it's, it's just, I feel they'll bounce back from the next game because they actually are, they're actually not just um, hype like almost everything in America, but they're actually a solid squad. Like they have very good ballers in their squad. They play, they're very good well, team. They play good football. So I think, I think something that they'll bounce back in the next, in the next game. Um, away from the Olympics. Ah, I can I swear I'm tired. Sometimes boxing can be very annoying. All these <laughs> ideas. This guy is the most annoying sport right fight. now. Like, yeah, it can be very annoying. AJ was supposed to fight Fury for a while, then um, Wilder went to go to competition for sports. He got his third fight. It was supposed to happen this weekend mm-hmm. in July, but now it has been postponed yeah. till October. And now I'm just wondering what the hell is going on? Like, none of these guys yeah. have fought since last year. Yes, and now we're yes. going again. You know what? I think <laughs> I think the, the the fight wasn't proper. I wasn't uh, marketed enough. There was no enough PR yet because it was the whole point that was was the whole, was the reason behind their the, them cast. They said, "Oh, free has COVID and all that." I was like, "No, I don't think I don't want to believe that news." Honestly, left to me, like before, the whole sporting federal boxing federation did been doing anyhow. Like we all know those that are the bad. But, but uh, even if he has COVID, even if he has COVID, Chofimo um, mm-hmm. Lopez had COVID last month. Okay. Like um, was supposed to fight. I think earlier this month or late last month or something. Okay. He was supposed to be in a fight. Then he picked up COVID. But his fight was moved like four weeks ago or five weeks away. Why are you moving this one from July? See when I can't remember again. See the end. I don't understand. Wants, I don't understand. Why, why can't we have some? Why can't we have somebody that has COVID on the crew? Wilder and Fury. Exactly. Round three. Is it even round three? Yes. Beating me up again. No, 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 no. You don't want. You don't want. You don't want. You don't want anyone having. You don't want him having reasons like okay, if he loses today now. Reasons for what? Reasons for what? I can ask yourself this question. In the heart of in your heart of hearts, do you believe that Wilder has a chance against Fury? Bro, I want to believe so because number one, uh, that face of was, was mad. <laughs> do you guys see the face of it's like the longest face? It, it of doesn't ever. matter. Conor McGregor was busy screaming before he fought. It was only screaming as the problem. 
No, I'm going to hold that. You understand that the style of fighting mm. is a case of someone is a very skilled boxer. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he has the size to go with it. Normally, with what, it, yeah. what actually happens is that when Wilder fights some of his opponents, he's just, just waiting for that big punch. That's what size difference. And he, he, he knows that he has a very powerful punch. Yes. The problem with, with fighting Fury is that Fury is a very skilled defensive boxer. He dodges well. He banks on the fact that you will not touch me. Mm-hmm. I know you have you have power. You have very strong eating. Like you are very good. But Afefeni, oh mama, mama, left and right, and left right center. Fight. There was no. There was nothing. There was no doubt See, there. You're even talking about the. You're talking about the second fight. Even the first fight. Even the first fight, you know, for that madness that Fury was doing, and it was like uh, putting his tongue out, and he was relaxed. Ah, Fury had won the first fight. I understand now. That's what I'm saying. What, what, we, the case of that second fight? Yeah, we understand that he caught Fury, and you know, when you catch someone like that, and the person was out cold. Guys, guys, guys. To be honest, guys, guys. To be honest, I could have won by knockout. We understand that. We understand that. To be honest, but that fight was a case of oh. So you caught me. Oh, yeah, this time I'm going to show you that you don't do like that to your headers. And he dealt with me. What's your problem? To be honest, to be honest, I didn't even know that they were supposed to fight if we can. Or maybe I knew that Fury had COVID, but I was not following up with the fight because I was like, to be honest, to be honest, I'm a bit sentimental because I just want I just want to believe that oh, this guy will come back stronger. Maybe you put up a very like a much better fight than the second one. You get that's see, what I'm I just can, I, I, can, I know, I, can, I know, you're, I can, I know you're lying in the US and people in the US like to support why a lot. Blindly, support why now. let's see. Let's 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 call it speed. speed. The only reason why is a professional boxer is because it is in the heavyweight category. Only one person has unbeaten record in the history of heavyweight category. In that heavyweight ca- category, one punch would knock you out. We are fighting people that are big. One punch hey. would knock you out. That's why that can survive. If you're in the middleweight, lightweight, and everything, your skill has to show it. Let, to me, you. let me use an analogy that what I can understand. If Basta Bayan plays this time. Hey, 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 bro, bro, don't go there, bro. Bro, 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 bro. ECL, Europa. Champions League. Walk up. I would the cup. I would the cup. I would the cup. And you out the cup, gun. Ain't no jagani. I went yeah three two one no. I went yeah five two six four who. I went yeah by go pass a walk on me mummy lake come out walking. That's the kind of I want I want I want yeah wow. Just, I, I think why does not want to collect money because he, he's seen a situation whereby ha at this point now the fight I'll be getting I won't get the A fight again because normally mm-hmm. I don't have one or he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't have the belt anymore so yeah but, in that but you know that it's like Wilder is now okay touting himself to also fight AJ maybe after exactly um if we had AJ fight then the mm-hmm. winner will fight that but now it looks like ah until we that's why that's why the fight is even a big risk for him because if he loses this matchup against Fury if you ask me he's done why is done 
when he loses, he will go and be fighting Ortiz. I think he can't even fight Ortiz again. He can't fight King Kong Ortiz again because Ortiz. I want your live for the audience now. So Wada is probably done now that um Julian White and Andy Ruiz are trying to like psych Wada up to be like, oh, fight me instead, blah blah blah. If he loses to Fury, nobody, everybody's going to feel like, oh God, let this guy can start from the bottom again. Let him fight the F the FIA Jaguars of this world, the Daniel. When is that guy coming into the main card? Like he was supposed to be an under card for this fight but now this madness has taken its ah, um, i want that guy I, like yeah, I really want that guy to start Ooh. testing uh, more, like, <laughs> bad guy <laughs> one push one die one push one die <laughs> so, yes, as solid, as a, as, that's another very heavy puncher who yeah. i feel like with time Shai, if you're about, can still and get better his skill you don't compare you don't compare anybody that guy left the left the uh, what they call it i said the guy was up properly paid so that welterweight category that's always shouting oh i have a chance against canelo alvarez blah 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 they just want to get paid at the back of their mind they know that there's at this point there's no beating saul there's no beating saul but they're like oh i'm guaranteed a few millions if i enter into the ring with him if he agrees to fight him so i understand the idea of oh i don't want to die young <laughs> if you're not paying me for this, what's the point? <laughs> Let me just be going. Well, I'll fight the exhibition. Lori TikTok. Three millions. Yeah, that's, that's, all- that's another thing that's spoiling. That's another thing that is postponing the sport now. Like the real fighters are looking, like even some of the guys uh, in MMA, they are looking that I come. I want G and we are taking the real punch. Like those fighting exhibitions that are getting paid like large cash outs and I yeah, mean, but it's, it's a function of what uh, are you out you market it's not it's value see, now it's, it's for, about for value MMA, now. see for MMA I think it's more than marketing I don't know if you saw um the last was it last month or three weeks ago there's a particular fight where um Bruce Buffer okay handling one of the undercards and the I don't know who one were fighting within 30 seconds the guy had known that his opponent and the guy was telling Bruce Buffer that we don't get paid enough for this man. And Bruce Buffer was like, yeah, bro, you know, bro. but don't say it hmm. at the press conference. I've said this on this podcast before. Hmm. It's all, it's, it's, it's nice now. Like, you know, um, you, know, you, know the guy, you know the guy that I got beaten by this dude, um, this uh, dude in the uh, light physical uh, way, that uh, Umali, Sean Umali, yeah. that Mexican that, that I fought, you know, normally he wasn't meant to fight in that card, like he was just yes. like an impromptu because the real fight had injury or is it COVID, I'm not sure now, that guy got the beating of his life, like <laughs> no, he got the beating of his life and at the end of the day the guy was just paid 75k Kai. 75k, you don't get, so, like he, even, you you normally you think that the guy would complain, but the guy was even happy ah, see, I'm like you, you say, when you when you start now, you can be happy. Those guys in the US, the reason why John Jones, Ogimas Vidal, and Co were talking against, they're talking to them, why that time is you can say, Okay, I signed contract for six fights, I must fight, and mm-hmm. what have you that if I'm not happy, I should leave. The reason why I'm watching UFC or either or any of us is watching UFC is because of the names that are there. I'm not going to nobody's going to pay pay per view to watch one upcoming guy fight. 
The minute the big boys say, okay, you know what, we're not fighting, we feel like we're being on that feed, it becomes a problem. You really have to pay people for collecting punches. Yes, you have to give Dana White credit for taking UFC from where it was to where it is now. But at the same time, Dana White doesn't take punches, he doesn't take hits to the edge. They have, if you watch a UFC fight and you'll be like, oh my God, he will survive survive back. Look at Chris Whitman now, like the support uh-huh. money he got from that fight, Luffy, Luffy, she's surgery. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. But I think, and no, his leg broke. I mean, his leg broke into two for crying out loud. The cash out from that fight, that was what he used to use for the surgery. Fix his think, leg. Ah, uh, this is rehabilitation and all that. We're not even to start. No, actually, 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 what I just feel is, what, what I just feel is, the, the whole franchise, the whole organization should just, instead of making it chaotic, this, this chaos would not work because there was a time when Nobody was watching the UFC. Yeah. So yeah. the whole organization just needs to sit down and reevaluate things. Crypto.com is paying over forty over forty-five million a year. Like mm-hmm. now money is coming in. So you exactly. get now money is coming exactly. in. Money is in. Exactly. Most of those improve their, their their contract also with them. So everything so, is I, I, but if you if you look at it from a strategic point of view. Dana White has a point. You guys signed a contract. After, when your contract has expired, we'll not sit down and talk. Let's be sincere. Um, See, but you know Connor, that... Connor, is level, Connor at this level. Connor at this level. talk back to the level, you. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, we're talking about and, the likes of the corners of this world and the, the big boy. I'm not saying you should go and pay an upcoming fighter two million dollars. But I don't know the particular fight two years uh, Connor, ago. Is see, that is fault. Wait, Connor is not complaining. You, you, know, you know this complaint is coming from a click. You know it's coming from a click. Yeah, because those click too, they feel that. You know when Connor walked away, mm. obviously, as a tired more than ten times. So let's not even go. <laughs> but every time, but every time Connor walks away, John Jones and uh, Ogemas Vidal and cool. They are not scrubs in the UFC. Mm. They are not scrubs Don't at all. I'm missing a point. It's of you being a scrub or not too. Can you draw more attention? Yes, those guys. That is the issue. That is the issue. Wait, I'm sorry. When Connor left, nobody could drive that traffic. Let me say something to the guy. I'm not saying. And cause you And I'm not saying that. And scatter the plea. Do you two skits? Do you two skits? Like, what those guys. I don't think you. I don't think that I get to my point. As big as issue. Not just the skill of fighting. See, it's not just the fighting part. Though, when it when it comes to UFC, nobody's going to deny. Connor would go down as if as one of the reasons. Connor is one of the reasons why I started watching the UFC. Exactly. Now you're talking. Nobody's using that fact. My argument here is, I think it was the Palo Costa fight or before the Palo Costa fight. Is it like this against Palo Costa? That fight alone, from pay per view that night alone, was costing ten million dollars. Israel went to me seven hundred and fifty k. That's people have you money. There's tickets money that was crossing about five million dollars, and the winner of the fight is going on with seven hundred and fifty k. The reason why Ogimans Vidal, John Jones, and Co are fighting, they are not corner. Yes, um, how do I put it? They, they are not this Canadian that was that started yeah. acting with that twenty seven. They are not those guys. No, yeah, but at some point, at some point, you need to understand that the reason why we're watching these fights is because we want to watch these people. The same. Um, the same Khabib that you've been paying one million, two million, to one million, two million to just before he left the UFC. It's the same Khabib that that Benavides is begging with six million to come back. 
Because of value. Mm -hmm. See, no, that's what I'm telling you that. Yes, because of value. Kabiba has gone. There are people that are still selling the UFC. Kamaru Usman is selling the UFC. Um, those guys are selling. The guys are here to are selling the UFC. Let me ask you a question. If there's a fight in two months' time, Kamaru versus Khabib, are you telling me that it's not break their box office? Uh, what's it called? By a hundred foods. <laughs> By a hundred foods. That's why he's begging him with six million because he knows that he will probably yes. get so million. That's, see, need, I'm not see, I, how much I, I, does boxing pay per view percentage go? I'm not talking about Floyd, you know, Floyd is, is a, Floyd is a different category. Yeah, Floyd is a different category. Yes. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why boxers make more money? Boxers make more money in the sense that before you even agree to take any fights, your promoter, you've spoken to your promoter, you've told your promoter already that a promoter will tell you. Ah, this is the reason why. The reason why AJ and Wilder never happened all those years was, oh, I'm in Wembley. I, I'm taking 100 million. I'm, I'm bringing you to Wembley. We'll sell the crowd we'll over 80,000. I should take 100 million. We'll probably get, guarantee you guys 50 million. No, why guarantee us 50 million? Why not guarantee us 75 million? That's the reason why I told, I said it at the beginning of this discussion that I'm tired of boxing. The promoters will do everything humanly possible to, to milk every pen. If not, the fights will not happen. So and that's it's, it's like yeah it's a blessing and a curse as well because it's the same it's that the same issue why we don't have the fights that we want in boxing in UFC you know, it's not like that so one person runs everything so but at I'll, the same time if it's going to get uh, to a point where I'm not saying go and pay um, Dustin Poirier Conor McGregor money or Khabib money but if a certain money like that the guy that said it at that fight if a certain money is coming in from pay-per-view somebody should not fight and spend all the money that they made from a particular fight rehabilitating themselves for fixing surgery bro bro it if you're if you're bro wait wait if you're if you're if you're bringing it from this point of view eh, it is a it is a one it is a it is a unilateral point of view and i will i will bring another thing to just now when the us mnt and the women's team, when they were fight, when the women's team was fighting for equality, everybody was looking at it from one point of view. Now everybody is failing to everybody is failing to consider the fact that this female team was offered the same pay structure that the men's team we have been offered. That only gets paid when you play. Uh, they said they said no. They all said no. They said they don't want that. They want all those benefits. They want the bonus. They want that one. And the male team only gets paid when they are on national duty. Their team take, take, takes care of their health insurance, every other bonuses. Yeah, that's wait, what I'm saying. Wait that. now. Wait okay. now. So they're now saying that uh, their, their bonus for winning the World Cup is smaller than the men. But you were offered the men's deal. You said no. So you get. Now, I would have been... now before you, before the paper. Money, you are the contract on ground. So you get now now expires. We have to look at this thing from a legal point of view. Point of view. When the contract expires, we can now and discuss. Okay, I don't want you know why, do, do you know why I said the whole contract thing is unfair? Um Bullish, I'm sure uh, every one of us here saw the last dance. As much as we saw the last dance, and as much as um um, Scotty Pippen signed that seven-year deal with the Bulls because of his condition and where he was coming from. He got to a point that 
even everyone at their grandfathers, even the Chicago Bulls knew that Scotty Pippen had outlived that quarter, he had outplayed that quarter, and he deserved to be offered a new one. See, the, the reason why soccer, uh, soccer, of, like football or soccer, as you, uh, people in the US call it, is more lucrative is a player plays to certain points, a player can sign three contracts in two years because as he improves, they renew the deal so that he doesn't start looking elsewhere. As he improves, they improve so it doesn't look elsewhere. Scotty Pippen deserved a new contract from the Bulls and it was also forthcoming. That's one of the things that caused fracas in the first place. So we need to look at who Jerry Krause was. And even Michael Jordan, even though Michael Jordan did not sign seven years, his own contract too, he signed one rubbish contract for a while before <laughs> he now negotiated and started getting proper pay. So mm-hmm. Jerry Kraft was just a, a shy star. I mean, what they call yeah, them. that's what I'm saying. That I, does, that, does that make uh, Jenna White a shy star too? White. Because I, I, I don't know if he has all the control. Because I even had that. He has sold some of the stake. No, he like has. He's one. He's the one running the business. He's not the he's owner just, anymore. He has sold most of this. Most of the yes, stake. Yes, it's in, like uh, the UFC. yes. He has sold most of the stake away, but he's like the commissioner of UFC. He gets paid too, and he gets a certain percentage. He no, has he sold really the stake, but it's like at this point, if he has people that are pulling the strings, I think it's just a case of it's just a case of more, uh, generating more money. And having better structure in that, in that yeah. Of- see, Bright just mentioned something now that if they were not generating more money, I would I wouldn't make this argument, but they're already generating more money. That the UFC is generating is in a place where it's generating more money. Yes, they have new they have owners that Dana White sold it too. But those guys, after they bought it from Dana White, put Dana White in charge because he's good at what he does. So I'm sure if Dana White shows up one day and is like, Oh, I think we have to increase the pay or think change the payment structure to this way, blah blah blah, what have you. It would make more sense. The argument for Dana White most times is always, I think um, he joined ESPN one day and someone else asked him this question. The, the belief is, oh, we can always produce new fighters. You can't always, always produce new fighters. There's a reason Karol McGregor keeps going and coming back. If we go tomorrow, we see come back. We see begging that, oh, God, come and say this fight. When, when he starts screaming from here down to Thailand, people in Thailand have to watch. <laughs> so that, they, yeah, he has that kind of persona. So at the same time, if you're saying that okay, there's a contract or there are new fighters coming in, yes, there are new fighters coming in. But you should understand that these fighters are in a different space. If everybody starts agitating, I start saying, oh, I'm not getting well paid. Next person saying, I'm not getting well paid. I'm not getting well paid. I'm not getting well paid. Very soon, the next debate in the US will be let the players, let the fighters create a union. And if you need to create a union, that's the end. Like that's the, the union says they're not fighting, they're not fighting. All these ones that are enjoying fight, that kid's enjoying himself every two, two weeks. That's the end. Nobody is no more paper view, no more money. So just whatever it is that has to be done, do it now before things go out of order. Or before things go out of hand. There's no sport. I can't I don't think of any sport that has well improved this payment structure over the years. As long as, as money is coming in. In the Premier League, before many people were earning ten thousand pounds a week. But now that's chicken change. People earn four hundred thousand pounds a week because money is coming in. In the NBA, there's a, there's a reason why they renegotiate the collective bargaining agreement, the CBA, every five years or every four years. More revenue is coming in, and the players are like, okay, of the revenue that's coming in, we want forty five percent to ourselves or forty percent to ourselves. That's how they negotiate it. At some point, the fighters too will be like, okay, more revenue is coming in. Give us a certain percentage so that we can take care of ourselves. And I don't think there's nothing unfair about it. That's my own view on this. Oh, uh, 
So anyway, before we leave, before we call it a night, um, Akin, I'm sure you must be happy with Arsenal's transfer business so far. I hear you guys want to buy everything and anything that works on the planet of it. As long as I think I'm you guys are wanting to try. But one thing I don't understand is, but one thing I don't understand is, how do you guys sell Emiliano Martinez for 17 million and suddenly you are chasing around Ramsdale for 30 million? I don't get it. I, I don't understand also too. I won't lie to you. Huh? <laughs> I mean, goes at me. Understand? I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys practically want to like with his with his records. I mean, yeah, you might people might feel like oh, um, a, a team is only a team is only as good as um, every of his players coming together and I mean forming the perfect and coming up with a good performance. But as much as I want to believe that that oh, you know, he's not the only person. That makes up a team. His records are not very impressive. I mean, when he he has relegated, his team relegated twice, and many other stuff like that. And you are now trying to pour out like the two million pounds. But he's not going to start. He's going to be on the bench. He's going to be on the bench. So, so who's going to be the first goalkeeper? This guy didn't sign any contracts now. Leno didn't sign any contracts. Aside that, I think Leno has dropped to a point whereby even Ramsey will fancy his chance. Exactly, that's the thing. It's fact, it, it, it just takes it just takes uh for for a very good goalkeeper to be able to pass on the back for this guy to make his decision because uh what is what's his name Ben Lennon is not that kind of uh keeper. It's not that kind of new age goalkeeper that. Hey, all of a sudden, Ben Lennon is that kind of goalkeeper. To be honest, he has dropped. <laughs> 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 God knows, check every episode of this podcast. I've never, but, but you have, you have a Nigerian keeper now, so trust which, you, which Nigerian the keeper the guy is just one, 19 for crying out loud. 19 year old boy, that you 19 year old Nigerian. Oh, god, please, 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 let me just move on, please. Um, Polish, I heard you guys are shopping Grizu to anybody that wants him around Europe. At some point, ah, Griezmann for Dybala, Griezmann for Saul. Now, I'm here, you guys might even go and meet Griezmann for Abameyang. Griezmann for Pedito. You can't collect Griezmann. Wesha, if you want to make it, if you want to make it, 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 you just come and take Griezmann. No, Griezmann, Griezmann, Griezmann for Pogba. And win the league. Buy Griezmann and win the league. Make him a deep buy and make them win the league. Buy Griezmann and win league. So, I've always said that Griezmann was a miss, miss, you know, was one of the miss misfortune that happened under Batumi. Because, Jason, Griezmann was supposed to come to us for free in one particular summer. Griezmann used us to do documentary video that uh, <laughs> La Dicito <laughs> and the last episode follows anyway. <laughs> Normally, suppose no suppose forget about him at that point because he did not even fit our style of play. We're going to be adjusting and adjusting to get him to work for us. But you put a fighting, you put a fighting your your chairman, your president for not buying him then. No, no. Hey, Roger, you be. Hey, Roger, you be. Initially, 
people do not want Griezmann. He didn't fit our style of play. He was going to come and inconvenience the way we play. And he, he didn't he made that video disrespecting. Ah, he had to apologize even after they signed him now because he made that video disrespecting us. So the fact that we signed him for 120 million and that wage was ridiculous in the first place. And we are on a cost correction currently. If you see now, Eli Moriba is not training with the first team, he's not training with the second team. He said he wants new contract. You that you never do, yeah, you play two games. Am I kidding you? Am I you are coming to say you want to renegotiate your contract. Go to Man City. Go to There's money. There's money. The reason I mentioned on Eli Moriba's case is, like Kiss Daniel said, they give you make money when you are young. You reach Guzman age. You're wrong now. make money. Speaking about speaking about we don't want another man for Pogba. We've had enough. I will never understand people's You guys bought for Pogba for it's not us, it's our it's our American owners, please. Okay. You guys bought Pogba for a good sum of money, like an extremely talented player, very good player. It just felt like try the try the time he has been at the club. We guys have put him in different positions. Pogba plays well today. He still gets criticized. If you guys sneeze wrongly, Pogba's fault. If you guys do, do die, you know it's Pogba's fault. Like everything is always on Pogba's head. Now he says he wants to go to PSG. My United fans are already coming out with their knives and their mouths again. Like, oh, we should go. We don't deserve. We have better players. We have Maxos. We have. Fred. <laughs> 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 we have <laughs> I feel. I feel. I feel the problem is with the leadership of the club. I feel that's the problem. I, but you've not asked your question. I would love to. Uh, so my question. So my question now. My question now is: uh, Even if would you would you rather would you rather him play for a year and hope to convince him, or you would sell him up to PSG for sixty million euros? In in, in all sincerity, under the stewardship of Oligona Scotia, I don't think. I don't think Pogba, in his right sense, should stay in Man United, because, in all sincerity, the the team has relatively little or no direction. Okay, yes, it we've <laughs> we've been going on this circle of why is Pogba always good with France and it's not good with United. Pogba is good with United. For people that for people that can watch the game from a tactical point of view, you know the problem is not with Pogba. Today is playing on the left wing. Next tomorrow is playing as a day, as a box to box. The next game is restricted. His movement is is limited to just DM and a little bit in the midfield. So it's it's obvious that our manager has little or no understand tactical understanding of the game and how to utilize the players he has. So. For I think the roller coaster about Puba is enough. Like it's 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 well overdue for the guy to just move on. I was thinking he was going to go to Juve last summer. It didn't happen, and this summer is insisting that they should trigger his move to PSG. Though United is saying they want the fifty million pounds, and PSG is only bringing forth for the five million pounds. And I think at this point, with the structure that PSG is putting into place, though it might be a short-term plan, but it looks like. Looks like a project that he can vibe with. There's no pressure to overperform in PSG. 
just go there, be on the gram, play your beautiful football, get up. So for me, that's, I think that's, that's true. Correct. What do you say? I know the solution to Manchester United's current problem. No, no, no. You are probably going to say we should buy one, 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 one Barca reject. No, no, no. <laughs> no see, you buy Griezmann, you win the league. But one day, one day, one day, one day. <laughs> the solution to my United is to hand a new four-year contract to a particular entity at the club. Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> New contract. You give him the confidence. He needs. <laughs> 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 I'm not. I'm not surprised that this is coming from Bolly. I'm not surprised. He's shaking. But with a new four-year contract, that means you to be extended for six years. I think he has two remaining. So he has to learn the focus of a Fergie, knowing that okay, I can bring him back to life. And you can start seeing Van de Beek and all the, you know, all the, you can create a Rooney out of green. Anyway, you're a Van de Beek, you're a Van de Beek, you're a play to five games. Change, uh, what are you saying? Eh, uh, Bolish, like Kule will say, Namumu, they win final. So, Bolish, Bolish, you deserve, you deserve command. You deserve command. It doesn't deserve command. Namumu, they win final. So, my other fans will continue to love it. Direct of free on loan. I'm going to buy loan at the free transfer. See, loan the money you do fee. Money you do fee. What do fee? Momo they win final. What do fee? Koba. No three line. Yeah, they deserve that break. If they, they were to, it was too much. Ah, if they, I, I don't mind them winning the next Euros, but. That oh God! They should not win anything. Anytime they win anything, they're in trouble. The next one. They they any, the, next, the next one is still coming home. It's coming home. Ah, it's I will never. Home. Anyway, I'm afraid that's all we can take for tonight. Aki, thank you for taking time out of your because you have a busy schedule now. I'm busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you Package in the US, right? You say, they say we were doing that, yeah, we know they walk. Because when you did that, yeah, you know they walk, so you know get busy. <laughs> no, 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 no. When you did that, yeah, they walk, they walk game levels. This kind of Thursday nights, I want to go down, you know, normal. I want to party, normal. You need to survive. Normal. I love it, I got to put in and every other person in over there. Don't want to come back, but I find it possible. Don't <laughs> 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 <laughs>